Hallelujah. 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 Do we hear God's love for us? Do we hear his undying love for us? Can you hear God's love? Can you hear his beckoning call? Can you hear the Lord? Can you hear his dying love? Can we hear his dying, undying love? Can we hear his mercy and his goodness? Can we hear his faithfulness? Can we hear our Lord? Can we hear his beckoning call this morning to come and sup with him? Can we hear the Lord our God? Can we hear his voice? His beckoning call? His undying love? Can we hear his patience? Can we hear his suffering? Can we hear his love for us this morning? Can we hear? Can we hear the Lord our God? His voice, his love, his suffering, his beckoning call for you to come for us to really get it right. Can you hear? Did you hear? God, his beckoning call for you to come, to live a clean and pure life. Do you hear the Lord asking you to come and sup with him? Did you hear his sacrifice? Did you hear his love? Hallelujah. 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 We acknowledge you this morning, God. We honor you, Father. We exalt you, Father. We lift you up. We magnify you, Father. It's a hallelujah. Because in that hallelujah, that's how chains are broken. This is how the enemy is removed from your mind. This is how he's removed from your heart. It is a simple hallelujah. So I give you the honor. I give you the praise. I say hallelujah. I say hallelujah to my God. To my Savior, the King of Kings. I give you a hallelujah this morning, Father. I give you a hallelujah. Give you a hallelujah. I said I agree, Father. I say that I commit to you. I say that I belong to you, God. In my hallelujah. In my hallelujah. I say I lay it all down, Father. I die to my flesh. It's in the hallelujah. It's in the hallelujah that we surrender to our Lord. It's in the hallelujah. It's saying that I agree. I agree with you, God. It's saying that I commit in the hallelujah it doesn't take a lot 
but just for us to surrender. So can we raise our hands? Can we stand on our feet this morning and just say hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's only a few words. It's only a few words. Hallelujah. I lift you up this morning. I acknowledge you for your mercy and your goodness, Father. Hallelujah. I lift up my heart. I lift up my voice. I lift up holy hands to you, God. To the Lord of Lords. To the King of Kings. You rule and you reign, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Just say hallelujah. And the enemy will flee. The enemy will flee. If you say hallelujah, you shall be free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The chains will break off of our generation. The chains will break off of their minds and their hearts. If we say hallelujah. If your husband that you're praying for, can you just say hallelujah over him this morning? Can you say hallelujah over your wife this morning? Can you say hallelujah over your children? Over our world, over our nation. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 We need you, God. Hallelujah. I need you to come and visit us today. I need you to come and sit down upon us today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to experience you like never before. We need a refreshing time. Refreshing in our love for you today. We need you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We acknowledge you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's just a simple hallelujah. It's just a simple hallelujah. It's just a simple hallelujah. We need you, Father. We need your power. We need your anointing. We need a refreshing in our soul this morning. We need you. We need you. Our pastor, our teacher, they need you. Hallelujah. The mothers and fathers, the marriages need you this morning. Hallelujah. Our generation needs you. Hallelujah. Come and visit us today. Come and sit down upon us today. A refreshing in our souls. A refreshing in our minds and our hearts. I love for you. Hallelujah. Come and visit the church today. Across the world. Through heaven and road. Come and visit us. We're calling on you. Hallelujah. 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 We need you today. We need you today. Hallelujah. Move on the men of God here today. Move on the marriages. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Break down the strongholds. Break down the shackles and bondage. Hallelujah. We need you. We need you, Holy Spirit. Come and visit us today. Refreshing in our minds, in our hearts. We have grown cold against you, Father. We have grown cold against you, Lord. We need you to come and visit us. Refresh us, Father. Our love for you have grown cold. Come and visit us, Jesus. Come and visit us, Jesus. We need you. We need you. We desperately need you. If you desperately need the Lord, if you need the chains, the shackles, the bondage to be released, offer you and your family for generations to come. Can we give God a hallelujah? I go to
to to me generation I go ahead hallelujah hallelujah we need you to come father we're calling on you can you call on the Lord to come to our aid and our rescue do you need God do you need a refresher in your relationship this morning do you need to be more committed to your family to your wife to your children do you need to be committed to ministry can we call on the Lord to come and strengthen us? Can we call on the Lord to come and preserve us? Can we call on the Lord to cause us to endure? Can we call on the Lord this morning? Hallelujah. 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 In an act of obedience, can we all say hallelujah? The young and the old, from the front to the back of the church, we need you. We need you. We desperately need you. We desperately need you. We're calling on our Father to come to save our world, to save our generation, to save our marriages, to save our family. We're calling on you. Save our husbands, Lord. Save our husbands, Father. Refresh them with the men of God, Father. The chains to be loosed off of their mind. Hallelujah. Freedom from the men of God here today. We're calling on you. We're calling on you, Father. We're calling on you. Oh, we're calling on you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, if you would call on me, I would answer. I would come to your beckoning call. Can we cry out to our Lord? Can we cry out? Can we well and lament this morning on the condition of our world, our churches, the body of Christ? Can you cry out? Can you cry out? Can you well and lament this morning? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. It's a simple hallelujah, an act of obedience. Hallelujah, Jesus, hallelujah. Come and move. Come and bring healing and deliverance, Father. Set the captives free, Jesus. Set the captives free, Jesus. Set the captives free, Jesus. Set the captives free. Set the captives free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to be free in your mind, if you want to be free in your mind, if you want to have peace, shalom, nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken, it's a hallelujah. It's a hallelujah. It's a hallelujah. It's a hallelujah. It's saying that I acknowledge you, Father. It's saying I'm in need of you to come and visit us. Hallelujah. Glory to our God. Glory to our King. Depression can't live here. Sadness can't live here. The cares of this life, of this world can't live here. Money can't live here. It can't live here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. No darkness can live here. In the place of worship, of praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Can't live here. The enemy has no room here. If we can get on one accord before the word comes forth. Hallelujah. We'll see him move. If we can get on one accord before the Old and New Testament comes forth. Can we say hallelujah? Can we say hallelujah over this generation? Hallelujah.
generation. Can we go ahead for this generation to come against disobedience, rebellion? Can we go ahead? Can we go ahead? Hallelujah. 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 He said, let the little children come. Hallelujah. They need to see what it is to worship, to honor the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Not because he's my son, but you need to see and experience the Lord, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So we go ahead. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And displace the enemy over his life, over every child's life. Every time I get up here, I'm going to discuss the youth. So, Father, we go ahead and place a pen of protection around this generation. And we serve the enemy notice today that he cannot have our children, our generation. Can we say hallelujah over them, over their disobedience, over their rebellion, over their lack of trying to hear the word? Can we say a hallelujah? Can we say a hallelujah? Hallelujah. The enemy will not have our generation, our children. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Can we just say hallelujah? Can we just say hallelujah? Before the word comes forth. Before the word comes forth. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to our God. To our King. To our Lord. To our King. Hallelujah. We love you. We acknowledge you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Can I hear my young people say hallelujah? Can I hear my young people say hallelujah? Hallelujah. 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 You're going to need this hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to need. You're going to need to engage today. Hallelujah. My young people, can I hear you say, hallelujah. Can you acknowledge your God? Hallelujah. Can you acknowledge him before a time that he can have you on your mind? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Welcome, everyone, to Walker Ministries, where we believe in Jew and Gentile, where we're commanded to love. Hallelujah. 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 Throughout this service, just say hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is how chains are broken. This is how you have peace. Hallelujah. Glory to our God. Glory to the word of God that's coming forth. We have to get excited in expectation of the word that's going to change our life, our mind. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Can I get everyone, can I get everyone in unison? One, two, three. Hallelujah, Jesus.
I will lift up my eyes to the hills of Jerusalem. For where shall my help come from? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to slip. Who keeps you? He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber briefly nor sleep soundly. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on the right hand. The sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will protect you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will guard you going in and you're co- going out and you're coming in. Everything that you do from this time forth, now, and forever. And the word of the Lord is blessed. troubled ye believe in in God believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if I were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you and if I go and prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there ye may be also and whither I go ye know and ye and the way ye know Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whether thou goest, and how can we know that way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye ye should have known my Father also. And from henceforth ye know him, and have seen him. And the word of the Lord. Amen. This is 1 Corinthians chapter 13 at verse 1. This is the love chapter and the foundation of this ministry. And what should be the foundation of all of our lives. It so reads, Though I speak with the tongues of men and even of angels and have not love, that reasoning, intentional, spiritual devotion, such as is inspired by God's love, For and in us, I am only a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have prophetic powers, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, and understand all the secret truths and mysteries, and possess all knowledge, and if I have sufficient faith so that I can remove mountains but have not love, God's love in me, I am nothing, a useless nobody. Even if I dole out all that I have to the poor in providing food. And if I surrender my body to be burned or in order that I may glory, but have not love, God's love in me, I gain nothing. Love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never is envious nor boils over with jealousy. Is not boastful or vainglorious. Does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, and inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own rights or its own way. For it is not self-seeking. It is not touchy or fretful or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. 
It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness, but rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes, is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances, and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out, or becomes obsolete, or comes to an end. As for prophecy, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, it will be fulfilled and pass away. As for tongues, they will be destroyed and cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. It will lose its value and be superseded by truth. For our knowledge is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. And our prophecy, our teaching is fragmentary, incomplete and imperfect. But when the complete and perfect total comes, the incomplete and imperfect will vanish away, become antiquated, void and superseded. When I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. Now that I have become a man, I am done with childish ways and have put them aside. For now we are looking in a mirror that gives only a dim, blurred reflection of reality, as in a riddle or enigma. But then, when perfection comes, we shall see in reality and face to face. Now I know in part imperfectly but then i shall know and understand fully and clearly even in the same manner as i have been fully and clearly known and understood by god and so faith hope and love abide faith conviction and belief respecting man's relation to god and divine things hope joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation and love true affection for God and man growing out of God's love for and in us these three but the greatest of these is love oh that is a say love just pause for a second just pause for a second just pause for a second that was a say love I want that word to be ingrained in you. Just want you to hear that. Y'all may be seated in heavenly places. You know how we rush so much? Damn. I could never get tired of hearing that scripture. Well, any scripture, but in particular that scripture. Y'all in love? That means you're in God then. Because God is love. So you're in love? <laughs> See, most of us just think I'm talking about the physical part. But no. Are you in love with the part of you that is perfect? Hmm? Talking about your spirit. Man is a what? And God is a what? Okay. God is what? He's perfect, isn't he? 
See, it's that flesh, it's that mindset, it's that mentality. See, that's what stops us from hearing the word. It's our carnality. But when you come in here, I'm a spirit. And we're about to speak spirit to spirit. Mm, I got one amen. Maybe a head nod, but I got one amen. Your spirit, right? Amen. Okay. So we respond spiritually to the word, not each other in the flesh. Most of us just deal with each other in the flesh. I mean, if you're gonna be real, come on, y'all be real. Yeah, yeah, come on, don't, we don't, we don't deal with each other in the spirit because the spirit operates in First Corinthians 13. Husbands and wives. I, I'm, I'm, we're on this relationship. This is part three. We, we got to stay here right now because we need to get this. We don't need to move on. We need to stay right here. Because right. we need some things going on. We need some stuff perfected in our relationships. Right. You know, the world is looking at us. Yeah? All right. Yeah, yeah. Your relationship affects me. My relationship affects you. Imagine if me and teacher were just arguing, bidding, fighting all the time, and we come in here trying to spread the good news. It wouldn't be no anointing on them words. It would carry nothing. Wouldn't mean anything. No yokes would be destroyed. No purposes being fulfilled. So our relationships and are very important. The vows that you took are very important. Mm, I don't know. Do we really mean that? Do we? And the people who have not, thank you, and the people who have not yet taken their vow, I need you to understand how important it is for these vows that you're going to take one day. Yeah? Oh, man, we got to get our relationship down. Man, come on, y'all. Mm. Man, good to see y'all. See Keisha, how you doing? All right. Good to see you. I just love, I, I love Keisha. I like my interaction with her. I know that's right. I know that's right. I know that's right. Amen. That's right. That's the right response. That's the right response. That's what you want to say. Amen. You be like, mm, I don't know her. No, that's the right response. Talk about relationship. Telling Greg this morning, I said, you're a blessed man. You should know that. I was talking to Greg, but I was speaking to his wife. I said, that's you. Why y'all gonna get this one day? They look, he in the back, come on. <laughs> man, for real though, it's Women, see, oh, let's talk a little about our, just a little quick little nature thing about our nature. Men are visual. We're visual. We, we are attracted to beautiful things. <laughs> we are attracted to beautiful things. 
That's why a man wants a beautiful wife. He's attracted to her. It's in his nature. I'm, I'm just trying to do it. I wish I could just moonwalk on here and just do this thing right. I really, I want to talk to us about some things today. All right, you need to know, you know, you need to know your nature. If you don't know, understand your nature, what comes natural to you, you abuse it. Men were designed to see beautiful things. The garden was beautiful. He, he's designed to see beautiful things. See, that's why when you get married, you can't let yourself down and go to waste. See, his, his desire is to see beauty. Teacher, you're doing the right thing. See, I'm still studying you. I mean, we, we, just, we just go into 7-Eleven. Hold on. We're going to get some gas. I mean, hold on. And I appreciate that because I'm attracted to beautiful things. See, and at no point I'm trying to tell you. I'm going to leave the men to listen too. Y'all didn't get it. I'm attracted to beautiful things. <laughs> and, and my attraction gets, that attraction of her beauty gets my attention. It, it, it helps me keep focus on what's mine. I'm trying to help y'all out. I'm trying to help. Most of the time we, we get married, we, we let, we let ourselves go. I got them now. I got them now. But his nature is still, is attracted to beauty. Okay, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get on the women too, though. No, I'm get on there. <laughs> I just want to know why, when you get married, you let yourself go. That's what I want to know. Okay. There is. See, in him, his nature is to. Really, chase, pursue. It's innate inside of the man. It's to pursue. That pursuit doesn't have to stop when you get married. His, I'm still pursuing her. See, y'all got, I'm trying to get you in my. His pursuit, his nature is not going to change because you got married. He's still pursuing you. This is just something practical. All right. All right. Amen. 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 I'm going to say it one more time, women. He's attracted to beauty. That's 
So, you know, when you was pers- when he was pursuing you, you fix yourself up. You knew he was attracted to your beauty. I ain't going to say it. Your beauty. I'm going to leave it right there. Your beauty. I'm going to say your beauty. I'm not. I'm not. I said I'm going to say that. It's your beauty. Okay. Pastor's going to keep it right. And you get mad because he's acting in his nature. Oh, this just, this just throw it up and trying to get it. It's not the teaching yet. There you go. There you go. This is a side side note. This is a this is a key. This is a key that was in Pandora's box. This is a key. All right. See. See, it's, it's like we deal with each other, but we don't really understand each other. I'm talking about friendships and stuff. I'm going to get in there. I got, oh, I got something laid down for friendships. And, whew, okay, we're going to get there. All right. <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't know what y'all husbands be doing, but, man, there is so much work I have to do in my marriage. I mean, oh, did y'all hear that one? I'm still chasing after her. Still chasing that. I'm still chasing that. I'm still chasing that because it's in my nature. I'm attracted to beauty. <laughs> Just because you got them, you still want to be pursued, ladies. This is how I'll do. Okay, okay. This is how things happen. Because he was operating, okay, in his lower nature. All right. Okay, I'm going to leave that one right there for a minute. I'm going to leave that one alone. I'm going to get on the women. Let me see. Of course, women, now men are, I told you, we respond uh, with the way we're wired intellectually and women are the way they're designed emotionally there it is that's the way God wired you and I'm gonna tell you why because see what attracts a woman see this is what it is this is what the women they're attracted to what you say Oh, y'all don't understand. Because I'll be wondering, you'll be seeing, man, wait a minute, she is real fine, but the guy is like, just toe up. How in the heck, what is that about? Y'all know I said, y'all said this. Because it ain't about what he looks like. It's about his voice. You're attracted to tell me I'm beautiful. Tell me I'm valuable. See, you're attracted to what you hear. Because that's your emotional. You respond that way. Now, if he got a tight edge up and everything clean, dress and all that, that's a that's a plus. But what he but what moves her is what you say. I told you she'll incubate what you say. She wounds. Y'all seen this, man? How you see 
how is that possible? Ain't no way they supposed to be. Do you see this? No, here's what he says. It's what she says. It's what you say. It's what attracts her. Mm. Why you got to be slow to speak? Be precise. Don't use your gift for evil. Okay, most of the guys, you see, that's how a guy get all the women. It's what he says. She's designed to respond to what you say. You said this. Oh, my goodness. You got to know your nature. You got to understand and understand you, how you respond. You got young, young ladies back there. It's going to be what that little boy say to her. It's what's going to get her. And he know it because he's saying it to all the young ladies. It's what he says. Okay, all right, yeah. Once he learned his craft, he will use it and manipulate you. Oh, I just want to know, am I helping two people? Yeah. Ashley, am I helping you? Okay. Destiny, am I helping you? Mm-hmm. All right. Justice, am I helping you? Hmm? All right. It's what he says to you. Because you're designed to hear. And once he get in your ear, he can get anywhere else. You hear me, Andre? That's how he gets in. Okay. Y'all being real pastors. See, my job is to make sure you are informed. I, my job today is to better our relationships. Well, the only way we're going to better our relationship is we have understanding. Mm. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's quiet because you're listening? Okay. All right. <laughs> Woo! If you want to scripture, I'm going to jump around for a second here. Y'all hold tight. Ah. Uh. Uh, we're going to be in Proverbs today a little bit. Mm, minister. Mm. I mean, unless y'all want me to keep on with this male and female nature, I can just move on. <laughs> okay. Man. Oh. See, when you have the correct information, see, now your input is going to determine your output. Most of us have had wrong input. Why you keep getting the same output? Man, go ahead. Look at that. But for some reason, we can't stop putting in the wrong input. I'm going to help you with that, too. Hopefully, we get enough time today. Y'all better do it quick. We're going to move quick today. All right. Do, do me a favor. First of all, go back. Go back to what they saw first thing this morning. 
May y'all want to understand me. There we go. All right. All right. There's a lot of things going to be happening. Okay. This is still Walker Ministry. It don't say Walker Ministry Ministry. It says what? All right, which stands for Walker ministry. ministry. It's going to be a little more uh, applicable, applicable to the culture where we want to go. How I want to present the new branding of what we're doing here. Because we got to see, sometimes you got to shake up a few things and do some things different. That's what I'm trying to do right now. The, the, the community don't know us, period. Well, we're going to make that. We're going to change that. Amen. Amen. We're going to change that because of you. It's, it's a lot to put Walker Ministry on everything. It's easy to put WM. It's WM Media Group, actually. So we're going to really, because a lot of stuff that we're going to be going is going to be geared toward our app that's being developed by this super extraordinary young lady, yeah. Fredeline Crosby. Oh, give her a clap because y'all don't know. Y'all don't know what she does. I'm telling you right now. The Bible says, get honor what honors do. It takes a lot to do ministry. And it takes a lot for people's um, commitment. Her commitment, level of commitment is outstanding. Because... I, I'm a person, I, I'm, I don't sleep a lot like that. So it's 2 o'clock in the morning, or I, doop, and she'll text me right back, doop. I'm like, don't you sleep? <laughs> her response is always in excellence. Amen. And I asked her to do some yeah. tough things. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, her ability, what she's doing behind the scenes, she could easily go out to any ministry and do the same thing and duplicate herself. Yeah. And, she, and not have to work. She is just that good. So, you know, we're going to go on about that. But I just want to let y'all know what's happening, what you're going to be seeing now. Uh, we're going to be doing some other things. You're going to see our Instagram and our Facebook. We are, like, non-existent, really. So we're going to change that. Amen? Amen. I'm going to need your help. So you're going to see photographers. You're going to see people taking pictures. You're going to be asking, hey, could you come in, you know, come up front, let's take a picture, whatever. We're trying to get the community to know who we are. We are eight. Teaching ministry. Amen. I'm not going to use this platform to, you know, just do a bunch of crazy stuff. Right. It's going to always be a teachable moment. Amen. That's what we need. It's a lot of things that, you know, they're not ready for, like what y'all learned on Friday night. Oh, yeah. oh we're going to bring that too. Okay. All right. So, um, so this is where we're going to go. I just want to give us a little heads up of what you're going to be seeing now. And, um, and then we want y'all to do some things. Share. Y'all getting a good word? Let's share it. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. You want to see the videos? They're up on YouTube. We got a YouTube channel now. Yeah. Go to YouTube. Subscribe to Walker Ministry. Hit the bell so you'll get notifications as soon as we put them up. Okay? Right. If you don't know, ask the young lady in the back. She'll tell you everything you need to know. Amen. Pray for her. Because what she's doing is extraordinary. Amen. So praise the Lord. So 
I just want to do that now to the intervene. We're going to come back in to the word. Amen? Amen. All right. Appreciate what she does tirelessly. <sighs> Let's look at something real quick before we move on. We're going to be on this relationship. I need to stay here for a minute, too. You know, unless teacher want to teach, she can come in anytime. I can always park this and we can bring it back. Okay? All right. Go to Proverbs 24. Mm-hmm. You got it? 24, 3 and 4. Proverbs chapter 24 at verse 3. Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, a life, a home, a family built. And by understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. Mm. Verse 4. And by knowledge shall its chambers of every area be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It is. This is about understanding relationships. It's about building a strong marriage. It's about building a strong home. It's about building a strong family. The wisdom of God is spoken through Solomon here. So we need to look at our homes right now. Your home that it's not so the foundation of your home is what? Go back to verse three. Let's see. Verse three. Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, a life. A home, a family built. Oh, did y'all hear that? This is, uh, now look back. You can, you can go back and retrospect in your home that you grew up in. You can do a check. Then let's go to the home that you're in right now. What you building your home on? What is your home built on? It didn't say love because God is love. But he's talking about your home right here. He's talking about your family right here. Through skillful and godly wisdom is a house, a life, a home, a family built and by understanding the process, the comprehension of what I'm doing. Hello. Oh, y'all, when y'all build, when y'all get married, you're going to be like, I'm solid. This is where my house has to be built on. Wisdom, skillful knowledge. Okay, okay, come on. Understanding is established, what? On a sound and good foundation, right? Understanding, it is established on a sound and good foundation. Read the next one, four. Verse four. And by knowledge shall its chambers of every area be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Every room of your home. 
When I go into your home, it doesn't matter in the pantry. It don't matter in the basement. It should all be filled, established, prospering by wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Your home, your family, you. Is that what we're building? Okay, we need to tear down a few things then, don't we? Right. <sighs> it said in all his chambers, there are going to be precious riches. Isn't that wonderful? That's just a little thing I want us to, to kind of get. What's going down? Yeah? Right now, home, that's a beautiful scripture. Hmm. I talked to y'all a little bit, and I mentioned it last week, about vows. Didn't I? Didn't I? <laughs> okay. Go to Ecclesiastes. So have y'all gotten rid of those reasons to love someone? Because the minute you have a reason... You just destroyed this thing. I love you because I just love you. If I put a reason there and you don't meet that expectation, that condition, now I'm disappointed. That means you can never change because of this reason that I love you. Everything changes. Everything changes. I married you, the 112 pounds. You know, now you're 45 and your metabolism has slowed down. <laughs> Everything changes. Except love. Love doesn't. It don't change. Okay. I told you a lot of us, bro. Man, we just arrows. Okay, we're going to get there. This is still from last week. I haven't gotten into all that we have for the rest of the week. Another 12 pages. <laughs> okay. That's all right because I can always come back. All right. Ecclesiastes 5 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse 4. When you vow a vow or make a pledge to God, do not put off paying it. For God has no pleasure in fools, those who witlessly mock him. Pay what you vow. Oh, all right. Mm. Well, that's heavy right there. Ah, As believers, when we get married, and say our vows, it's really to God. Mm. Because God is the center now of our relationship. Mm. Do y'all get that? Mm. I need you to have understanding about that. Read it again. When you vow a vow or make a pledge to God, do not 
put off paying it. Stop. It means do it quickly. Okay. Do not delay to fulfill your vow. Okay. Continue. For God has no pleasure in fools. Those who witlessly mock him. Okay. I pay told you. Go ahead. what you vow. Pay what you vow. You got to say it like that. Make that hard P. That's right. Make that hard P on there. Pay what you owe. All right. All right. Get their attention. Because God has no pleasure in fools. Verse 5. Verse 5, it is better that you should not vow than that you should vow and not pay. Mm. I want a divorce. You didn't pay your vow quickly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. All right. Hmm. Verse 6. Verse 6. Do not allow your mouth to cause your body to sin. Stop right there. Stop right there. Now read that again. Do not allow your mouth to cause your body to sin. See, you plan. You can't. Marriage is not a game. Marriage is not a game. God, if you read this scripture, He takes your marriage vows seriously, even if you don't. That's the part that I would be afraid of. Oh, here it is. He says, it's better that you didn't vow. No, but your mouth caused you to sin. So what's he telling you here with your false? He says it's sin. Oh, I need the marriages to get right. Okay, all right. Mm-mm. By the way, you should only vow to God and not to people. I told you the the wedding vow is not to each other; it's to God. Okay, you make promises to people. Mm-hmm. Vows are for God. So when you took your vow, that vow is for God. Mm. What you're really saying Go ahead, read that again, six. We're going to make sure. Read six again. Verse six. 
Do not allow your mouth to cause your body to sin. And do not say before the messenger, the priest, that it was an error or mistake. Mm. Why should God be made angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? Oh, okay. So what you're really saying, when I vow and I break it, God, you can actually judge me. It's better not to vow if you don't mean it. But that vow has stipulations, a certain conduct, code of conduct that you're supposed to act when you vow to God. See, the problem is you vow to a person. I told you, you make promises to people. See, you can make a promise to a person and there's no judging. You can break it. There's no judgment. But a broken vow attracts judgment. Read verse 6, the rest of it again. Come on. This is what he's saying. Verse 6. Do not allow your mouth to cause your body to sin. Mm. And do not say before the messenger, the priest, that it was an error or mistake. You know, your pastor. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I need an annulment. I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Okay, go ahead. Y'all listening? Why should God be made angry at your voice and destroy the work of your hands? Mm, mm, mm. See, y'all, see, you, I told you marriage is for grown folks. See, this is marriage. It's not like in the world. This marriage is, is God. It's in, unto God. Y'all hear me? But we acting like we're still in the world when it comes to marriage, covenant with God and our vows. You think you can just throw them in and throw them out? At you, you can, but then you're going to bring on. Because you stood there before the priest. Don't tell. Uh-uh. Nope. I erred. That's what it says. I erred. Okay. All right. Mm. He said, you should have never came to my house. And say that in front of me. This is what he's saying. Are y'all listening? Don't be right. Listen, I need you to listen. What I'm telling you. Okay? This is going to help you. Don't tune me out right now. All right. It's going to help you. Come on, married people. Y'all remember the vows you took, right? Or have you forgotten them? Well, God didn't forget him. Hmm. God's not playing with those vows. You might be, but he's not. See, see, I need, before you take that step and you say I do, you want to be sure that you understand. See, you're going to be without excuse because you're going to have good understanding about what you're about to do. Not to man, but before God. He's part of the equation when you're married in the kingdom. Yeah. 
Okay. It's all three of y'all. That's what it is. See, we think it's just us. That's why we can do and act and behave like we want to. And he's like, mm, y'all don't remember my vow. Y'all don't remember the vows you gave me. All right. He's not playing. And when you say that before him, what you're telling him is that you've given me, God, power to judge me now. That's what the scripture said. You can judge me now based on my application of my vows to you. This is what you're saying. See, you get married, you don't even know what you're doing. Because no one has taught you about the vow and what it really means. Mm -mm, I got amen back there. Your vows are not to me. Okay? Your vows ain't to me. They are to God. And they are binding. Matthew 18, 18. New King James. Matthew chapter 18 at verse 18 in the New King James Bible. It so reads, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. I said your vows are binding on earth. But you're trying to loose them. Now you're going to bring judgment on. Because you didn't consider God in the equation. Okay. It'll help a lot of marriages before you get started. Mm -hmm. Did we read verse 7? Back on there? Any clear? Uh, did we get to verse 7? We did? Go to verse 7. Mm-hmm. We are a teaching ministry. <laughs> right. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 at verse 7. It so reads, For in a multitude of dreams, there is futility and worthlessness and ruin in a flood of words. But reverently fear God, mm. revere and worship him, knowing that he is. Have we taken our wedding vows and in that reverence and fear and it's worship? See, I told you, if you don't know the use of something, you will abuse it. I'm going to make sure this is part of my counseling when it comes to marriage counseling. You will have to study this. Amen. <laughs> or you could just, you know, go to the app. And listen to the teaching, and you'll be good. All right. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Woo. Engagement is a promise. And that can be broken with no consequence. Mm. But a wedding vow itself 
of the wedding itself, the wedding itself, the wedding itself is a vow. Oh, my God. The wedding itself is a vow. Y'all get me. Mm. Mm -mm. I really want the married couples to go home and be like, okay, I got this. <laughs> Thank you. All right, here we go. A broken engagement has no real consequence, as I said, right? Before God can, uh, let me see. You can break that off. I'm going to tell you, you can break off an engagement, no consequence. Break it off that vow, right? But you can't do a vow. When you break off that vow, it brings judgment. This how, this how, you, this how it happens. When you break off that vow with God. This, this is your judgment. It brings hurt. It brings emotional distress. It brings pain. Okay. It, it brings, it's, it separates. It's mental torment. Okay, see. The soul tie has departed. See, this is the judgment. Okay, teacher. Mm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to get there. What it leaves behind. It leaves a ripple effect until death do us part. So when you break it, this is what you feel. When you get that divorce, this is what happens. You feel all those things. It's real, ain't it? See, some, some, some of the men and women know what that means, what it feels like. That's the judgment. Mm, should never happen, though. Mm, teacher. Mm. And then it don't make sense to go in the wrong direction twice. No understanding. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I have a lot I want to share with y'all. I have a lot I want to help you with. It's 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 like it's not, you 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 got married, got divorced, won't under God. You got married, you didn't seek God. You got married, divorced, and and you going in in the same person. You be the same person in the same manner because you're going you you doing you're going down the same wrong way twice. I'm gonna help. I'm gonna help you and have you bring you some understanding of what it means to be single. We're doing it now. Singleness. I'm gonna help you with that. Ain't what you think? Uh, you know I'm gonna set you up. No, I'm gonna set you up. No, I ain't gonna set you up. <laughs> All right. So if you messed up before with a divorce. You want to show your kids the right way now. So there's still hope for them. Hello? Yeah. 
still hope for them. You're going to show them the right way. All right? All right. Whew. I'm still talking about relationships. I remember I told you, other than salvation, who you choose to be with for the rest of your life till death do you part is so important. It's bigger than a house, a car, or a job. You should be preparing yourself to be a wife or a husband. Mm. You should be thinking in that direction. Okay? Should be thinking in that direction. You should be referring to God about it. Yeah? Anybody care for anybody this week? Anticipated a need? Care means anticipate a need that somebody needs tomorrow, but you do it today. Have you been caring? That's what care means. I care for you. God cared for us. He died before the foundation of the world because he anticipated, cared. Yeah, he did it before the foundation of the world. He loves you. He cares for you. Man, whoo. All right. All right, teacher. All right, can I move on? That's enough review. <laughs> yeah. That's just review. That's just review. That's just a review. That was a couple other pages, you know, that I wanted to go into. All right. Oh, this I'm gonna hit them hard with that one at first. Oh. Woo! I don't know. Let me see if I can find something a little more temperate here. I'm always prepared, man. You got to be prepared. Oh, okay. All right. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, here we go. We talk about preparing, right? I think this one I need to stand behind here. <sighs> Say it fast and get it over with. <laughs> okay. So, men, you want to get married? At the ones who are now, I'm talking to the young men, you know. And, and this is not just for us. It's for people who are going to watch it, too. All right? All right. She's going to have a hard time believing. She's going to have a hard time believing you if you're still at home. That you can care for her. Okay. See? She's going to have a hard time believing you if you're still at home, that you care for her. She's going to have a hard time that you can care for her. Okay? How will you be able to care for her while you're in someone else's home? See, I'm, I'm going to help you with my pursuit. I'm going to show you something, okay? All right. All right. Okay. You can't do it. Just, I know. It's, just take it. You'll be all right. You, see, you'll be able to do something different because you're hearing, you're hearing what you need to hear. Okay? Watch your pursuit. Okay. All right. All right. You're not ready to care yet. You're not in the position to care yet. 
you haven't developed or put together your care package. You haven't done it yet. Y'all know what a care package is, right? Take care of all the needs. Okay. When, when I got right with teeth, I had a house. I, I did. I had, I had an extra car when her car got turned over somehow. I was there, though, won't I? I was there for you, though, won't I? Because I anticipate. I, she, you didn't have to worry about getting another car. I got another one here. No, I was real grown. Okay, real grown man. This is going to help you move from this place that you are stagnant to where you need to be. You're not ready yet until you are on your own. Now, there could be extenuating circumstances. Someone could be taking care of a parent. It's, it's, it's other things. Y'all feel what I'm saying. Sometimes you just got to put disclaimers out. So, Pastor, I'm not finding in that area. Then, okay, but let's work toward that area. Okay. See, I'm not just coming at you like that. I know there's issues and things, but I'm telling you, I'm telling the lady, don't do nothing yet. That is what I am saying on that. Unless he can care for you, anticipate your needs before you ask. He's prepared. He's got a care package. Okay. I'm sorry if I stepped on some toes. Truth. See, this will help the woman with her expectations and her disappointments. This right here will help her so she's not. Don't expect, but okay. I'll tell you. Love is the decision to commit and meet the needs of someone for the rest of their life with no expectation. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I told you when the woman, when the man, when that man come up to you and say, "I love you," what do you exactly mean? Okay, Tisa, well, thank you. See, if you ask him that right up from the beginning, that'll save a lot of time and work. Mm-hmm. I got something for you. Christ doesn't just save or saves us. He truly keeps us. Okay. He supplies all of your needs according to what? His riches and glory. That's Ephesians 4.19. We're going to save some time. Love is a high order. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm, I keep I'm gonna tell the, all the single people. Okay, you got that one. It's a high order. Mm. 
Love is a high order. I'm going to tell you, all the single women in here, and, and the single men too, okay? Don't trade your singleness for peace and frustration. Don't trade it. Don't, if, don't trade your singleness for you, your peace. You're you just peaceful right now by yourself, you know, you, but you trade that in for frustration. Now that I mentioned I'm frustrated all the time. Don't trade that in. Don't trade that in for frustration. Y'all hear me over here. It's not worth it. Just somebody there just to frustrate me. Because you don't understand the word alone. Okay. Mm. All right. question <laughs> before you actually get married or preparing to get married ask yourself a question what are we bringing to the table sit down have a conversation what are we bringing to the listen this doesn't this not just for marriage this is for friendship too friends this is for friends too because you, I'm going to show you something. You, you're going out of order. Okay. I'm going to get it, Tony. We got it. Okay. What are you bringing to the table? That we're going to be sitting at for the rest of our life. What do you bring to the table? Mm, let's see. My brokenness, my heart, I mean, all my tragedies. My tra- I'm bringing all that to the table here. That's me. Mm. Y'all learning something? Okay. All right. All right. We're going we're gonna to move this thing right along. Love is the inherent nature of God. We talked about nature earlier, right? Love is his inherent nature. God in you, your inheritance. Oh, okay, see, we, okay. It's the manifestation of his sonship. Y'all hear me? This is why God is love. And God cares all the time. He loves, his love is boundless in time and eternity. His love never changes. It never fades out. It never becomes obsolete. Mm, mm, mm. God love is designed to flow through the human spirit. What is man? See, that's what the angels say. I mean, wait a minute. I can slew 187 men, you know, thousand men in a day. And I mean, he said, wait a minute. I mean, I can do it. I could do all these things. And he said, what is man? You're designed for God's love to flow through your spirit. See, we don't know who we are. No, no. Mm-mm. Please get rid of any reason why you love someone. Remember? 
conditions destroy. Mm-hmm. I don't need a reason to love my wife. I'm just committed <laughs> to her for life with no expectation. If she never cooked me a meal. Mm. I'm saying what is real. <laughs> I'm saying a real thing. She can cook, but she don't cook. And I don't expect her to cook. I mean, really, I could learn to cook. But <laughs> stay in my area. I like to pass through the kitchen and pick up something. I, I, I stay in my area. I, don't, I can microwave anything, though. Seven course meal. I can do the whole thing. <laughs> I know y'all can take cook. Y'all ever see the post that uh, Keisha and them be posting up? Man, that food be like, girl, cook. Man, that be some nice stuff. Man, and she always know where to go with a good food at, don't you? Yes, you do. Both of them, both of them, man. I see y'all, man. All right, <laughs> some good stuff. Woo. Okay, I don't need a reason, right? Uh, let's see here. Go to Genesis 2.18. Are we doing good? Slow down the time, Lord. Genesis 2.18, amplified. Genesis chapter 2 at verse 18. Now the Lord God said, It is not good sufficient, satisfactory, that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper, suitable, adapted, mm. complimentary mm. for him. Man. Your animal can't fulfill that. Okay? Dogs had female dogs at that time. They had two of, of kind. Adam did not. He was alone. Mm. The word alone there in the Hebrew means isolated. Not lonely. Also in the Hebrew it has a concept of being one of its kind. Okay? Alone. It's not good for man to be only one kind. Okay? As humans, we need relationships with other humans. I love animals. I love dogs. But that's not man's best friend. You know why they say that's dog, uh, dog is a God's best friend? Because that dog won't tell you you're doing something wrong. That dog won't tell you you're talking crazy. That dog won't tell you why you're not speaking to them. That dog won't do that. See, that's my best friend because nobody won't tell me what to do. Mmm. Okay. I love dogs. I grew up with dogs all my life. 
But humans need humans. Um, I mean, people who just don't associate with humans and just relate more to animals, there's a problem. You have been deceived. Okay. All right. We were designed for human companionship. Okay? Yep. Like I told you, that animal won't tell you you're thinking wrong now. Go on over there and forgive. Go ahead. They ain't, ain't going to say that. But a good friend will. Mmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good friend will. Go to Genesis 128. Trying to. Genesis chapter 1 at verse 28. Yes, sir. And God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful, multiply, and fill the earth, and subdue it, using all its vast resources in the service of God and man. Mm. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and over every living creature that moves upon the earth. All right. Key word he said there was be fruitful in your associations with my creation. So I'm a question. Are you fruitful in your relationship? Is your relationship producing after its kind? Hmm. This is what he's telling us to do this. Is your relationship producing after its kind? Are you being fruitful? I'm sure your relationship is being fruitful because it's producing after its kind. Um, It's a good fruit, too. A good tree can't produce what? Mmm. 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 I'm going to get to also what qualifies you as a friend? We're going to get there. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Y'all let me walk it through, okay? All right. We should be producing after our kinds. Our relationships should be a witness for our, listen, of our oneness. To the world. Our relationship, how we interact with each other should be a witness. To the world of our oneness. I mean, we got more divorce in church than in the world, Paul said. That statement is true then and it's true now. Okay. (sighs) Go to Matthew 19. Let me show you all something here. <laughs> you ready? Matthew 19, 3. Amplify. Matthew chapter 19 at verse 3. And Pharisees came to him 
and put him to the test by asking, is it lawful and right to dismiss and repudiate and divorce one's wife for any and every cause? Hmm. Okay, read that one more time. And Pharisees came to him and put him to the test. Look at that. By asking, is it lawful and right to dismiss and repudiate and divorce one's wife for any and every cause? Okay. Read verse 4. Verse 4. He replied, have you never read that he who made them from the beginning made them male and female? Hold up. He just... Ignored the question that they asked him. He's like, man, let's go back to the beginning. Do y'all see this? Wait a minute. They asked him about divorce. And he taking them back to Genesis. He taking them back to the beginning. He ignored them. <laughs> let's read. Let's read. Verse 5. Verse 5. And said, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and shall be united firmly, joined inseparably to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. flesh. Now, this is, how he, this is how he responded to them when they asked him about divorce. My goodness. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I got some more, but I gotta I might have to skip that part. I'm gonna go here. So the principle here is the original foundational law. The keys of success are the original laws of success. He says, he's saying this right here. Okay? Oh, maybe, maybe I Now listen to this. He went back to the beginning, to the original, correct? This is what he's saying. From the law, he said, look, the problem is not divorce. The problem is you don't. He's saying, it's not divorce, but the problem is you didn't begin with the original precept that God began with. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me put it in another way, in another perspective. Jesus said broken relationships are not the problem. Divorce are not a problem. It's a symptom. Divorce is a symptom. A symptom means a physical or mental feature which is regarded as indicating a condition of disease, particularly such a feature that is apparent to the patient. Symptom. It's a manifestation, an indicator. It is a sign. 
It's a mark or a trait. That something else is wrong in your body. Divorce is just a manifestation that something else is wrong. Nothing wrong with marriage or being married. The problem is that you started with the wrong male and female. I mean, he answered, he said, no, no, they, they, they talking about the boy. He said, no, no, no. Let's go back to the beginning when he created them and their purpose and all what they were supposed to be doing. Hmm. He said, it's not the problem with marriage. People aren't married. Divorce is just a symptom of something wrong. Can we go a little deeper on that? We focus on marriage. He focused on the male and female. That's what he did. Okay. Watch this. Your marriage is only as good as your singleness. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> your marriage is only as good as how you handle your singleness. Well, if you handle your singleness going from pillar to post with woman to woman. Or man to man. Okay, your marriage is only going to be as good as your singleness. If you fill it with porn, smoking, drugs, you, okay, your marriage is only going to be as good as your singleness. Mm. Okay, all right. Mm -hmm. I told you, watch this. Mm -hmm. So you need to take a moment right now do a self-audit. And, and you won't get married. Look at your singleness. Look at your meditation. Oh, okay. Oh, all right, all right. Okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Mm -mm -mm. How are those emotions? In your singleness. How are your emotions? Mm? Come all the way over here and come over here. Mm -hmm. What's your mental state in your singleness? Oh, you think marriage is going to fix it all? You are deceived. All right. You know, the sandwich is only as good as the ingredients. Mm. If it doesn't, if it doesn't taste good, I need to take a good look at what I just put in it. Okay? All right. See, what Jesus was saying is you have to start out with the right female and male. Oh, 
Oh, he didn't answer that question. He said, this is the issue. You see the problem as divorce. It's not. It's the, it's the symptom. Okay. Oh, okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. They don't want to go to the doctor. You sit down with them and say, listen, put it, let's put it all out on the table. These are my issues. Let's hear yours. Let's, let's just do that first. But there's a step that we like, two steps that we're missing before that happens. I'm going to get you there. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Ain't nothing wrong. You just got the wrong in- okay, ingredients. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Jesus went to the beginning. He said, let's go back to the male and female. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What God <laughs> has put together. Woo, tastes good. And it lasts forever. It brings no sorrow. Mm. Okay. When he pulled Eve out of him, he, he brought him, he brought her to him. He didn't say this your way. He said, that's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. He said that. He recognized. But God didn't bring him his wife. He brought himself. She came out of him. Woo, man, a male with a womb. It's not good for him to be all by himself. That one kind, isolated. There was only one kind at that time. I'm going to bring you a help me. A suitable. A suitable. Adaptable. No, he, he presented. I told you he liked beauty. He likes beauty. So he presented Eve. Then he made the confession. That's bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Bring her on in here. Shoot. That's what he did. Y'all ain't reading it right. God didn't say, here's your wife. Mm-hmm. So y'all missing who talking. You're missing who talking. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Amen, teacher. That's how it's supposed to work. Okay, here we go. Mm. God. <laughs> okay, had to put it together. You got another kind now. There's no magic in marriage or a good relationship. Start out with something good, it ends with something good. Till death do us part. Okay, okay. See, so to my young people right now, y'all hear me back there, young people, ask, y'all hear me? Because one day you're going to be presented with this. Okay? All right? You need to fix everything you need to fix now. While you're single. Fix it now. While you're single, the man of God ain't supposed to come there to fix that. So you're wrong thinking, wrong thinking. No, you fix it now. All right, okay. 
Focus on your singleness. Make sure you have all the right ingredients before you start making a cake. <laughs> Clean it up. Don't be trying to make no cake and it's messy. Salmonella everywhere. Let me stop. <laughs> Clean it up. All right. All right. Make sure you have the right ingredients, male and female. Or should I say husband and wife? Ain't nothing wrong with that cake. Ain't nothing wrong with that sandwich. It's just the ingredients that you put in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You didn't follow the, you know, Big Mama's instruction. You tried, you tried to go in and make it yourself. Mm-hmm, yeah, they, yeah, what I thought was good. You didn't know that that would counteract the taste of that salt that was in there. See, you done messed it up because you're trying to add something to it. Don't do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Stop trying to cut some corners. And somebody give you some ingredients. Something they know what they're doing, know how it works. All right. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't be sleeping around when you're single. Because when you do that, you keep adding wrong ingredients. Now you're trying to present this cake. You're trying to present yourself. You got all these wrong bad ingredients. Okay. Mm-mm-mm. Yep. Soul cakes. <laughs> Soul cakes. Then you trying to present that cake to your husband or wife here. It's crumbling, broken to pieces, leaning to the side. I'm just saying. Nah. <laughs> See, there's the other thing. I told you, your singleness is not good. It's, it's full of, it's, it's full of, you know, Heartaches and anger, betrayal, rejection. You're talking about take a bite of this. You presenting that to a person, I want to get my take this. All that. Toxic. Mm-mm-mm. So you know you take you know you can take it, you can make an omelet, you can take an omelet, you got two eggs, you got one bad egg that's rotten, and you got a good egg and you and you, and you make an omelet out of that. It looked good. Oh, that looks so good. But taste it. It's the whole, it taints the whole thing. So it's just like when you meet somebody. And they angry. And you just nice. What happens? It taints you. Hello? Look up.
is still rotten. That, that bad and all that overtakes the goodness. The purpose of that egg. So this is what happened with, with marriages all the time. She, she, he's so nice or she's so nice and, and then you got all these issues. And what happens, you end up being, you taste just like. It's all mixed together. You should be asking, what's wrong? What's going on here? Okay. All right. See, I told you, your relationship affects me and mine affects you. It's personal, but yet it's private. It's not, it's not private, it's private, but yet it's personal. It's, it's, it's that. It's not, it's all out. It affects us. All right. So be careful. So we're talking about eggs. Be careful who you yoke with. If you're talking about eggs, be careful who you yoke yourself with. Either they will destroy you or you will destroy them. Mm-mm. And that rotten one is going to win. I just told you. Mm-hmm. I need y'all to know what type of egg you got. Is it rotten? Is it cracked? Is it hard? Is it sunny side up? Mm, mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> Watch this. So when you get a divorce and you break up from a bad relationship, some people never get themselves back to themselves, the wholeness of them. They never get back. They don't move on, but they never get quite back. See, you, you have a lot of people in here, sitting here right now, have been affected by divorce. Emotionally torment, still here, sitting here right now. Children and all, they're the worst victims of it. Because now, they, they, for some reason, they feel they have to choose. It's not, it's not right. It's not fair to them. Wrong male and female. I like it when they, they go back to the word. Well, the, the Bible said, you know, uh, that God hates divorce. And no, Moses, that decree came from Moses. God hates divorce. Moses said, if this is what happens, Moses put that in order about divorce. Not God. Moses did. Read it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, oh, my goodness. See, when you have that divorce, and see, some of us have been there. It's a part of you that just never get back to the whole of who you were. Because parts of that old person becomes ingrained in your psyche. You better lay it out and then act like it's not. They act like it's not, but it's, okay. it's evident. It's evident. You don't trust nobody. You don't believe in love. Nobody. Mm-hmm. It seems nearly impossible to unlock the things, the images, your thoughts, and the toxic relationships. See, this is like they this is like I'd rather just stay here. Mm. It's almost impossible to get back to yourself. 
because of those images. The thoughts that you had, the things that you did, toxic. Mm. So what do you do? <laughs> you stay with that bad egg. Mm-hmm. Bad relationships are toxic. And toxic and things are toxic are contagious. It's spread. Spread to your relationship is bad, so guess who it spread to? Your child. I told you your home divided, you divided when you come in here. Okay. It is a coughing demon that's in this place. I'm sorry, I'm sorry y'all. Spirit of infirmity. I'm sorry. I've been trying to tolerate it ever since Friday night. Cause that thing was popping off in here Friday night. Y'all know it was. Woo. All right, we're praying for Mario. I, I see he has succumbed. Okay. Well, we're spraying this healing, though. I'm, 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 I mean, okay, I'm going to be quiet. Okay. Caught myself. Okay. Here we go. All right. Here we go. We're good. We're good. Hold on. Watch this. I said bad relations are uh, uh, toxic, right? The trauma and pressure is equivalent to being in a war zone. Did y'all hear this? Why is your relationship your home? I just gave you the scripture that every room should have treasure in it. Why is your why is your home a war zone? Uh, I'm done. Hello. Why is your home a war zone? Why ain't there peace? See, this is for us and the far off. So people who are listening to this. Amen. Why is your home a war zone? Your home should look nothing like a war zone. I mean, you come in the house, the table's turned up and barricades. and I mean, I'm just saying, what in the world? You got, you got, you got bullet shells all over the floor for them bad toxic words you were saying. Man, I'm trying to. Y'all better start faking with God, I'll tell you that. Right. What will you do in the end? Remember that? We, okay, y'all got that scripture. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you. It, it's good if you apply it. Other than that, just some words to you. All right, okay. If a woman married a man and didn't have a father... She will have some issues and some serious challenges. Okay? If a woman, listen, if a woman marries a man who didn't have a father, she is going to have some serious challenges. And if a man marries a woman who didn't have a father, he is going to have the same challenges as well. It, It can work, though. It's right. See, but love, hope, listen, that is in God, hope. Okay. 
So, but I'm just saying what we haven't done is haven't really um, sat down and analyzed what really we're getting into. You want to get in. You want to get out of it before you get into it. <laughs> okay. There's going to be some challenges if you were a victim of some of that. You know, no father, no mother in there. You know, then you got a father in the house, but if he wasn't a loving father, then that makes a difference, you know. All right. Husband, love your wives, right? Okay. Husband and wives demand from each other what or what's not been imparted into them. Y'all do this all the time. Husband and wives, you demand from each other what has not been imparted into you. This is a huge problem with our love. Mm -hmm. This is a huge problem for our love for one another. When you put a demand on someone that they cannot fulfill, listen to this, they become angry at you. I'm really trying. I mean, am I helping y'all with y'all relationship? Am I helping y'all? Or do you know this already? I will go sit down. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here. For. Listen to this. This is a, this what this will stop um, or help a whole lot of problems right here, right? Y'all know this is my bad foot, but uh, it's good. Work with me. I'm not drunk in the spirit yet. I'm all right. <laughs> you got to laugh at your own self sometime, man. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Listen. This is what happens. So, you know, a lot of times you talk to your husband or your spouse, and you ask them to do something or whatever. They get angry. You're asking them to do something that there's not in them. They don't know how. So their response is to strike out. I'm void in this area. Okay. I haven't had any input. So my output is my default anger. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Now, see, my father, now watch my words. I'm going to be real. Watch my words. My father isn't saved at the moment. At the moment, he's not. At this moment. I ain't talking about eternity. I'm talking about in time. But he did teach me something of great value. My father's military. He's a retired serviceman. He taught me some great values, that, uh, things in my character. My father. About hard work. Dedication. Commitment, faithfulness, study, and he did. Being prompt, a businessman, how to take care of your family. He, he taught me this. He, he did. He, you know, my father had a janitor service at one time, a whole bunch, and he gave it to me. I see, this is why I do business, and I give them away, too. See? You got to know who you are. You got to know. 
Okay? And what's going to be beautiful is that God used his son to bring him into the kingdom. Oh. But it's going in there. How is it that my wife's father's name was Buddy too? My dad's Buddy. I got a sister, Sherry. She got a sister, Sherry. Hmm. I could go some other place. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But it's just, it's just funny how that happened, though, isn't it? Hey, man. Come on now. Come on now. Her dad loved, you know, he was really with the kids. He loved. He loved. He loved. It. Always getting the kids and all that. Same thing I do. See, it was her image. See, it doesn't matter. You can have the same image, but it's your perspective okay. of the image before you. You can, have, you can have the same image, same father, and some turn this way and some choose this way. It's your perspective. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mark someone worthy of being marked as a father or a mother. But please be careful. Okay. I know my time is going, so. Okay. Okay, thank you. A lot of times we marry a person that grew up in the wrong environment. And you can't demand certain things from them. You can't. Remember, your marriage is only as good as your singleness. And until you're single, you're not ready for marriage. But being yoked, see, you, okay. <laughs> you can't be yoked to the world. Okay. You can't be yoked to the world. And want a man of God. Oh, want a God. Here we go. If you want to improve your marriage, here's the key. Improve yourself. If you want to improve your marriage, see, that's what Mario said to me. Mario said, I ain't trying to fix it, Celeste. He said, I want to fix me. And he didn't want to go on. But he said, I'm going to fix me. I'm going to give this thing a chance, Pastor. I'm going to submit underneath you. I'm going to do this. And when he submit under me, he's not with, under my short tail uh, everywhere I go. It's not that. It's his heart. Yeah. It's his submission. Okay. Man, I'm telling you, he's a changed man. Yeah. Excellent spirit. Because y'all, y'all didn't talk to him like I talked to him before. You didn't know him when I, okay. You want to improve your marriage? Improve yourself. And stop blaming each other and saying, uh, you make me act this way. But that's what they say. If you want a better relationship with God, improve yourself. Mm -hmm. Pray more, study more, read more, love more, give more, mm -hmm. live more. 
Praise more. Worship more if you want a better relationship with God. Now watch this. Thank you for the minutes, teacher. If you improve yourself, listen, if you're improving yourself, this is, this is what's going to happen. If you start to improve yourself, you will start to see others differently. Yes. I, if you start to improve yourself, you're going to start seeing other people differently. Most of all, you'll see yourself differently. Oh, okay. Problem is, you don't want to do the work to improve yourself. Okay, 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 hold on. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> to start, let me see. To start improving oneself, we always want, this is what we want. We want the quick fix. We want the road with less pain. Uh, y'all, come on, y'all know. Y'all know I'm saying it right. See, this is what you're going to start to see when you want to improve yourself. Woo, buckle in. You're going to see your weaknesses. When you want to start to improve yourself. You hear me, Dave? You're going to see your weaknesses. You're going to see your lack of knowledge. Mm-hmm, with your smart self. You're going to know you're going to know your own ignorance. Okay. You're going to see that you have your lack of wisdom. You're going to see that you have lack of wisdom. When you start to improve yourself. Okay. Mm-mm. You're going to see that you're, you're, that you're self-deceived about who you are. See, when you want to really start to improve yourself. See. I know you think that these discoveries are bad, right? No. No, they're not. See, this is the problem. You think they're bad. You don't want to see those flaws, but they're necessary to see those flaws to improve yourself. I told you, you're going to see your own self-deception once you start improving yourself. You think they're bad, I told you, right? They are necessary to ID so you can remove them from your new improvements. They're not going to be new improvements if you still got the same same thing, same issues. You don't want to see yourself. This is what's wrong. You don't want to see yourself. This is the issue. You refuse to see yourself. If you want to better yourself, you have to change you. You have to let the word change you. You have to let the preach word change you. You have to let understanding change you. You have to let wisdom change you. Enemy got us afraid. He have you thinking you more than what you are or someone you're not. Now I'm a man of God. Well then you must be in love then. Well, not with your behavior. You cannot be. All right. Still, no fear of God. That's what it was saying the first thing. No fear. Tony, no fear. No fear. When you made that vow to me, no fear. Okay. Told you the house should be peaceful because you built it on the right foundation. Understanding, knowledge, wisdom. Mm-hmm. 
Listen to this. I'm tired of broken marriages, homes and relationships. Why can't we live in love? How come we can't live in love? That's really the garden. That's where we originally supposed to be. Why we can't live in God's love? See? The garden of his delight. Man. Teacher, y'all want me to finish? I got this. Y'all want me to finish? I'm almost finished. Y'all ready to go? Hmm. You want to let me in here? Yeah. I mean, you might as well let me finish this. You know, like I let you finish on Friday. All right. You might as well just let me finish. How many pages you have, Pastor? I, I got that, that, and that. I do it quick. Come on, you look so beautiful today. Thank you. I mean it. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, and you know why I want you... I'll stop. The reason I want you to stop there because you hit a place to where... It's the summation of everything you can say, even what you're probably going to say that yeah. you haven't said yet. Amen? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> now, do I need to get her a time? Can we? No, because I'm I, I really going to just sum up. Am I going to finish this? When am I going to finish it? You're going to finish it. Oh, you have next Sunday and the Sunday after that if you need it. Amen? I don't know. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. You see, it's passion and love for the people of God. And the, I got I to gotta calm union. down. I got to calm down. And the union for God's people to be one is not just about marriage. It's about Maybe. relationship. It's about friendship. Uh, it's about oneness. And oneness is single-mindedness, which means that you, are, you have a sane mind. So if you're not one, you are... Divided within self, which means that there, there is disturbance within yourself. So if there is disturbance within you, then whoever you interact with, you will have disturbance with that person as well. And disturbance means that where there is no peace, there is no peace. Uh, and when Pastor was speaking on the fear of God, he spoke on a lot of things when it came to relationship. And... I want you to leave with this because I'm always listening for how do I get all of what I just heard to work? You heard a lot, right? In regards to the covenant and how you really should prepare before you actually get in a relationship or a union and covenant.
because the vow is with God. And I guess my question would be, if, if you're already married, and for those who are preparing to be married at some point, is that the person that I married, was he or she in covenant with God? You can't make a vow to God if you're not in covenant with God. And I believe that's the only way that people can get a divorce. Because the word of God says what he has put together. You can't separate. And he's, he's letting you know that not that you would want to. Hear me. Not that you would want to. But because what happens is that when love, the greatest order, or the highest order, I believe pastor said. All right? Where does that play, where does that highest order play or come in? It come in and your relationship with God. Not with the person. So again, if you're going to marry someone or if you're already married, was there a vow where we both operating in the highest order? It could mean that you're not married. Not under God's covenant. Because, again, because I've been divorced, so it, it would have to be. So what does it mean for those who are divorcees? Pay what you vowed. It says to God. Not that I said I would have to know who I'm vowing to. And what is this vow about? Pay that I will vow my entire life that I'm obligated to you, Lord. So there's one thing to talk about the vow. What is this vow about? Is it about the marriage vow that we talk? No, it's about your vow to God. That I vow to lay down my entire life because your vow is about ministry. Fear is the foundation that your union should be built upon. Fear of the Lord. So this vow has a lot of things that's inclusive of it. My vow is not to my spouse, it's unto God, which enables me to fulfill my obligation to my spouse. It's an offshoot of my vow to God. And this fear, which comes with wisdom and great understanding. 
So you don't get married without wisdom and no understanding. It comes with great wisdom and understanding already because you fully know what you get ready to do. Fear that you would, that's the question, what would you be fearing? Fear that you would hurt God. I'm fearing that I would hurt God. This is what I have considered to count up the cost that I have, first of all, laid down my life. That's my vow. (laughs) My life is laid down. That's the only way that you can serve each other. See, that I am, I'm, see, I can't be selfish because I've laid down my life. But if we haven't laid, see, my vow to God again. Fear is found in love and producing holiness of character and righteousness of conduct. See, you need to see this vow is so sacred. (laughs) It really has nothing to do with you initially. Initially has nothing to do with you. This fear of the love should be found and is producing holiness of your character. It produces righteousness of your conduct and how you interact with each other. And if this is the case, you should have a blissful covenant. Your friendship should be blissful. You know why? Because I fear I made a vow to God. See, your salvation was the vow. Oh, come on. See, that was quick. It's about your vow. And this fear is found in love that produces righteousness and holiness in your conduct. So we need to evaluate and assess the vow that we gave to God when we, when we said that we would believe and we would lay down our life and we would die to self and we would sacrifice. Amen? Because it is your salvation that you vow, your relationship with God. That would be the engine that drives now that husband to be able to seek and find and that wife to be already adaptable and suitable. I'm suitable for your mission. I'm suitable. See, I'm I'm able to take the blows with you. I'm able to go through what you're going through and still be strong. And you don't have to look back and check up on me because I'm suitable for this mission. I'm suitable. See, you got to have the right mind for the mission. 
My spirituality has to be elevated. My, my, my physical body has to be elevated because of the mission that my husband has been called to. And he has fully answered to the call. I, I'm well suitable and adaptable for the condition of the mission. See, some of the condition, Tony, they're going to be harsh. I'm not going to be, it's going to be harsh because of what my husband been called to do. And he has to go out. And I have to be able to maintain the home until he returns. Everything perfect and in place and he don't have to call because he know I'm suitable for the mission. See, wives, you got to get ready. You got to be suitable and adaptable for the mission of your man of God. If he be a man of God. <laughs> Amen. Time for prayer.